Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. A bit of good news as you plan your Labor Day getaway to the beach. I'm Mike Marilla. Tennis icon Serena Williams has a match tonight at the U.S. Open. It could be the final one of her career. Not a great day for stocks. They closed lower. The Dow down 185. The Nasdaq down 124. And the S&P down 27. WTOP News Time, 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Matt Piper in New York. A Serena set match. Tennis great Serena Williams takes to the U.S. Open next hour in what she has all but confirmed will be her last time at the tournament. I think she's inspired a lot of people, uh, potentially new tennis players to come from her generation. Lots of fans at the New York City Stadium are there to see the 40-year-old. CBS's Jerika Duncan is there, too. They're excited. I mean, if you're here, you're a tennis fan. But to know that you're watching history potentially in the making, uh, whether this is Serena's last match, you know, as a single player here, because obviously she's going to be with her sister later, or whether she advances, people are anxious to find out what happens. And it'll always be nice to know that you were here when that happens. NASA's Artemis rocket is still grounded. It was to go up this morning, but a host of issues means it now may be planned for Friday. I'm Peter King at the Kennedy Space Center. Fueling was delayed by an hour to begin with. That was because of lightning, and there were a number of problems that came up during the countdown. The ultimate showstopper was the inability to chill down one of the four main engines for flight, the so-called engine bleed, which makes the engines safe to fly. NASA's next chance to launch was be Friday. We're learning more about the documents that federal agents seized in the August 8th search of former President Trump's Florida residence. CBS's Natalie Brand. In a new court filing Monday, the DOJ said a team review identified a limited set of materials that potentially contain attorney-client privileged information and is going through normal procedures to address privileged disputes. Federal Judge Eileen Cannon in Florida has signaled she may appoint a special master or independent party to review the documents though she's not yet made a final decision. Bend, Oregon, police spokeswoman Sheila Miller says a Safeway supermarket employee died a hero during a deadly shooting there yesterday. He has been identified as Donald Ray Surratt Jr., a 66-year-old Bend resident. Surratt engaged with the shooter, attempted to disarm him, and may very well have prevented further deaths. A customer was also killed. The shooter died of a self-inflicted gunshot. CBS's Steve Futterman on a new report that says a massive ice meltdown in Greenland is set to raise global sea levels by nearly a foot by the end of this century. The new study finds major sea level rising is inevitable and that levels globally could rise by at least 10 inches. The report in Nature Climate Change looks at the edges of Greenland's ice sheet. Its conclusion, there will unavoidably be ice melt and increased sea level rise no matter what else happens with future carbon pollution. Everything down today, the Dow lost 182. This is CBS News. The Dell Technologies Labor Day event is here. Up to 48% off Vostro laptops with 12th gen Intel Core processors. Upgrade by calling 877-ASK-DELL. 603 on Monday, August 29th, 85 degrees. We're going down into the 70s tonight. Good evening, I'm John Aaron. 
I'm Sean Anderson. Top local story we're following for you. A loss in court today for the Loudoun County School Board. The board is appealing a court ruling that allowed a special grand jury investigation to continue. And today, the Virginia Supreme Court ruled the school board cannot file its appeal under seal. Virginia Attorney General Jason Miyares convened the special grand jury to look into how the school system handled two sexual assaults by the same high school student last year. School system spokesperson told WTOP earlier in the month the issue of whether an attorney general has the authority to conduct a special grand jury investigation has wide-ranging implications. The court today ordered the school board to file a redacted version of its appeal within eight days. The search is on for two suspects involved in the shooting of a Washington commander's prized rookie. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti says commander's running back Brian Robinson was leaving a business on 8th Street Northeast when he was approached by two people believed to be teenagers who were armed with guns. Our uh, victim in this case began to struggle with one of the suspects, uh, was able to actually wrestle a gun firearm away from one of the suspects, and he was uh, he was shot twice by the second suspect. Conti believes a car stolen Friday in Prince George's County was used in the robbery. It was recovered last night in the county. We know that the presence of guns in our community is making our community less safe. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser. But we also need young people to face consequences. In Northeast, John Dome in WTOP News. Now sources tell WTOP Robinson was shot in the hip and leg. He is expected to be okay. You can hear more about how investigators are working to find the suspects on WTOP's daily podcast, the DMV Download. We have reported that Maryland's highest court has ruled Beltway sniper Lee Boyd Malvo should be resentenced for his six murder convictions in Montgomery County. But the top prosecutor there says he's not sure that resentencing will ever happen. Montgomery County State's Attorney John McCarthy tells WTOP he doesn't believe he'll see Malavo for resentencing until after he finishes his three life sentences in Virginia. And he's not sure what sentence he'd ask for. To determine whether or not uh, we believe he's still eligible for life without the possibility of parole. If Montgomery County prosecutors believe Malavo is eligible, he thinks they will ask for the maximum. I think the fact that he did cooperate in prosecution of John Muhammad would be a factor that would have to be considered. And the court would likely consider if the remorse Malvo has verbalized is truly how he feels. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. You may be planning to drive through Virginia when getting away this coming holiday weekend. If so, the state hopes to help. This Labor Day weekend, do you plan to have you and your family? On some beach, somewhere. Well, if so, the Virginia Department of Transportation hopes to help a bit by lifting most lane closures associated with work zones from noon on Friday through Tuesday afternoon. But that doesn't mean semi-permanent work zones won't slow you down to plan ahead. You can expect 95 to be the busiest southbound on Friday and Saturday and Monday northbound. Also, all HOV restrictions and tolls inside the Beltway on the 66 Express lanes will be lifted on Monday. See an interactive map to see what times are the busiest at WTOP.com. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. You might remember this. January's miles-long gridlock on I-95 in Virginia during a big snowstorm. Oh, so many people got caught in it, some up to 24 hours. Now local leaders are searching for more answers. Last week, Virginia's inspector general was highly critical of the state's transportation leader's performance during the crisis and offered some suggestions on how to improve things. Today, Virginia Congresswoman Abigail Spamberger is asking for more input from the state on preventing a future crisis. She has sent a letter to Governor Glenn Youngkin asking for more information about how the Commonwealth will improve its readiness for severe weather. She acknowledges Youngkin was not in office yet when the gridlock occurred, but she calls for intense oversight by his administration.
Coming up, charges in the shooting death of one teen by another. It's 6.07. Arcfield was created to serve a single purpose, to solve the most complex and demanding national security and space-related challenges. And while our name might be new, we've been trusted to do just that for more than six decades, standing shoulder to shoulder with our government partners across all markets to take on our nation's most imminent threats. With core capabilities and systems engineering,